Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God bless. Oh, happy day. Good evening, each and every one, and God bless you. It's indeed an honor and a privilege to speak to you on this wonderful evening. In history talk, uh, as we are living in this day and age, in this particular time, uh, our ex-president, Donald Trump, Malago, uh home have been searched today. Many of us know that he disposed of different highly uh, intelligent information that for intelligence to have that he wasn't supposed to take out of the White House with him, nor was he to delete the different things on his email. He wasn't supposed to dispose of those records. Nevertheless, he did things. And I find, don't you find it ironic that he can do all these things but yet avoid uh, persecution, being prosecuted by by uh, the Justice Department? But now the Justice Department is coming after him. I think that's the Middle District of New York, and also Georgia is trying to get him about dealing with the election, trying to uh, get uh, the then governor and the guy that uh, that's over the elections to uh, find votes that he might uh, win Georgia. There's so many things that he and then they're also um, tracing phone records and other records and emails that he may have had if we haven't deleted them or find telephones that they can confiscate, that they can find about uh, January 6th when uh, the Capitol was stormed by a lie that he told that the election was stolen from him. And, and those who've seen it and seen just how bad that looked for the United States. But what's even horrible, I was looking that they were saying Twitter, every so many seconds how many people were were tweeting about a civil war. And this goes back to just tell me how racist the United States of America is. 
a civil war because a man whose father and grandfather were Klansmen who didn't want blacks to rent apartments for him, who dodged the draft, who told over 50 plus thousand lies in his four years, and these were confirmed lies that he told that you would follow him because the Klansman David Duke made a statement when he got elected was now we finally have someone on our side. And and it, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to understand just what was meant. And now you have the Boogaloo Boys and the other and the white nationalists and the skinheads and the Klan. All these people are are rallying behind the alt-right. They're, they're rallying behind Donald Trump and our neighbors and, and our employers and store owners that, we, that we're supporting uh, are supporting him. And, and this man showed us and, that he don't care for, well, really, he don't care for anyone but himself. He's narcissistic, but... Uh, is a narcissist, but at the same, but but what I'm saying is, this man really have a hatred for uh, uh, Mexicans and blacks, mainly blacks and Mexicans, and and even uh, uh, Muslims and things. The only person he wanted to let come after he blocked off uh, Mexico. One time he said the only people that could come in was people from Europe. And the most damning, shaming thing that happened to us was, and I, I charged President Biden too with it, when the Haitians tried to come in, they didn't even give them time to fill papers out to get on the list to come in country. They sent them straight back to other islands. They sent them back to where they came from. And Haiti had had volcano eruptions and Things were really bad in the country, but yet they would not allow them to come in the country. So when I when I speak about America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, and that only stands for certain people. That does not stand for blacks, uh, Latinos. It, it, it doesn't speak for even uh, uh, Asian people. They put up with them a little bit, but you can never come and, and come and make it the way they are. And they'll tell everyone to go back to where you came from. Well, why don't they go back where they came from? And I want to say this, and I want, I, want, I want us to ponder on this. After World War II, America, listen to what I'm about to tell you, and you can do the research. America, Germany, thank you, Russia, Great Britain, France, and others, they said that they were going to find homeland for the so-called Jews, Eskenaz, and they talked about the Serfidums and the Khazars. Well, first of all, they were going to send them. They hadn't been there in two what, 2,000 years. They said they were going to send them back to to Jerusalem and take it and they run the Palestinians out and they put some white folk there 
that never lived in the Holy Land. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. If you sending them back to the land which was rightfully theirs, why don't you give America back to the Native Americans since you you making sure things are so correct and prosper? Why don't you give America back to the Native Americans? Why don't you get out of South Africa where the diamond and plutonium and oil and coffee and all these other other uh, gold and all and onyx and all this uh, where you could grow crops year round? Why don't you Why don't you leave from there? Since you want to be good and give these people that that have no bearings or, or, or means or no connection with the Holy Land. If you look up, it's a, it's a, uh, you can look up this, you could Google it. It's called the Mysterious Origin of the Eskenized Jews. And they will tell you that they have no nothing to do with the Holy Land, but that's the largest population of people over there. There's white people there from Russia, Caucasia, and Ukraine in that area. The Khazar come from around the Baltics and the north of uh, Really, they're, they're, they're from Iran and, and north of uh, Iran. Now, a lot of them took up, uh, the, the, but they did take up, they're more like proselytes. They took up the religion, but they're not bloodline of uh, Isaac, uh, 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 the descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel or for Jacob. They have, they have nothing to do with that. They are not Hebrews. But they're there right now, and so I was just storming and thinking, how can America say they 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 giving them a homeland line? And all the time it's about strategic positioning in Asia. Really, it's called North Africa, really. But now, Asia Minor. You can control all the Muslim countries from right in there. They made them one of the, about the third or fourth powerless air force. They have nuclear weapons. They have everything right there in in that area, what we call the Holy Land. And that's why no one mess with them because the United States is going to bag them. And they have all kinds of sophisticated weapons. And we give them money every year. Money is allocated to them. And we're not spending it on the poor here. Isn't it ironic that America is helping the Ukraine, and I hate to see the little children die, and I hate to see all this die. But you got got people so poor right here, you're spending almost a trillion dollars already. you spent helping out hundreds and hundreds of billion dollars helping out Ukraine. They need the money here. You could have paid some of the reparation back to blacks who build a country. But yet we're 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 going through that, and now now we we we're going through this. And I want to say something. Being a minister, uh, a, a, a pastor, uh, uh, a director of a Bible college, I want to say this: God is not pleased with us. I don't say we're living in end time because no one was. Jesus said in that twenty-fourth chapter of Matthew. He didn't know not no one knew the time. Only God knew it. The angels of heaven didn't know when it was coming. But the Bible said about the pestilence and different diseases. 
isn't it ironic how all the fires that's going on right now, global warming and and the floods all over America is flooding and fires are burning all over the western portions of our country and uh and then you you come up with another very powerful and it's Omicron. It's the it's the the old alphabet of the Greek Omicron. And uh, then it, now we have uh, monkeypox. Every time we look around, it's something new. And we don't listen to God. God is trying to tell us something. God is trying to lay something on our heart because we are not living right. We're not doing what's right. We claim Christianity. And that's the most horrendous thing that I've seen. So many white televangelists and white folk go to church every Sunday. And it's already been stated that that's the most segregated time of the week is Sunday. Whites don't have to work with you. They go to their church, you go to your church. Although that many blacks love to flock to white churches, whites are not going to come to black churches is because it's they don't believe in mixing race. They don't believe in that they are racist, and that's racism uh, towards African Americans. Now, 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 it's it's it's, it's totally separated. But we, but as African Americans, we never pay attention to it. We were told to get ourselves on our feet. And then when you start building up big cities and building your wealth up, they find every way in the world to tear it down. And we know how well we know about it. Anytime you could give us syphilis and sterile uh, black females, when anytime that you could drop a bomb on a city, Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and, and 19 and 21, and do what you've done, and you still takes and 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 I'm gonna get off into some of the early history of mankind, but it it, it just amazes me how soon we forget and how soon we trust people that don't have anything good for you installed right now. It hurts me when we say, well. We're, what we're going to do now, the federal government put the states in charge of different things. And that's very bad for even the southern and northern states because sometimes we think it's only the southern states that's racist, but they're northern and western states too. Uh, we think that's so. But the moment you put it in their hands, you get like what happened in Kentucky with Breonna Taylor. Sleeping in a house upon no search when no warrant is on her at all, but she get killed. And the folk that did it got away with it until that was through the state. You have to call the federal government in to make them pay for it, and you don't know when the federal government will let them go. It happens all over America, over and over again. And they say, why you don't trust the system? Well, the, trust, the system never worked for blacks. 
Matter of fact, the system really don't work for poor whites, but you but you could get a slap on the wrist and a back or go to go to prison for the smallest crime. So it, it, it's it's something that it's time that we look at. You hear it is a man in the Republican Party, and I I, I I pray that this very election coming up, midterm and election time coming up, that we take it very serious. That we take this serious because it's serious. We need to get out and vote. Don't let them take the House. Don't let them take the Senate. Because sure, if they get it, you think that things are bad. Uh, the former president, uh, the orange man, I just started calling him the orange man. He uh, he stacked the Supreme Court with, with people racist and his flunkies who feel they have something to do, something they owe him. And I want us to really do start doing research about when, and, and just ask questions about when did, okay, the people that's in, in, in Egypt right now, they're Arab people. Just ask the question, when did the Arabs come to eat? And you'll find out they haven't been that very long. Mohammed did was uh, 1300 years old, what we call uh, Mohammed. So I don't believe in them telling me about Egyptology. I don't believe in what they're telling me about Egyptology because you make everybody white and you know that the tombs say that they were black or brown people they don't want you to understand that they know that math science medicine writings and all the other forms of things architecture all these things come from Egypt and then you know, the Egyptians got it from around the Sudan and the Nubian people. You call the land of Kim, Kemet. Do you receive it's some great black scholars? Doctor Hendrick Clark, I would tell you to look him up and others. Start looking it up and find out who you are. Find out how when Europe was almost just coming out of Stone Age that they had 48 square buildings in Africa. When before they had Mellorage and they still had crowns with diamonds and other semi-precious stones with the kings wearing all kind of diamond, I mean, uh, gold bracelets. And you see that the riches that the kings had four to five thousand, four to five, maybe six thousand years ago. People were wearing these, 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 this is the way they dress in Africa. They were not dressing like that. Learn who the real Moors people are, who really sell in the first kings of Spain and really helped sell Europe. They call them Moors. They try to make them be Arab people, but the Moors really were Africans of African descent. There's so much that we need to understand that that throughout history, and, and I, I've uh, always say on air that he who writes the narrative 
make the people could be good or bad. They make the people be whatever color they want them to be. They can make them smart or they can make them dumb. And, and, and this is thing that's been traded on black for for a reason. And I and I I know they know that you are the original man. Uh, black folk are the original people, and they know it because they their own anthropologists know about Lucy. Three point two million years ago, they found a fossil in the southwestern part of Ethiopia. Tom, 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 Tom Gray. Okay. They found Lucy. And she, they dated it back to 3.2 million years. And that was in 1974. Uh, and they named her Lucy because the Beatles had a record called Lucy. And they know that that's one of the oldest fossils that they have been found. It goes even further back. They know who Africans are. They know that they, and those of us, our great-grandparents and grandparents come from Africa. Mm-hmm. And we know these things. But they don't want, they want you to believe that they're dumb. They want you to believe that they're uh, 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 incapable of running a country and that's not so you have to those who think they're incompetent when i'm just going to say this and i want you to learn about marketing economics and i want you to understand about statistics i want you to learn about how if you could have all like the richest continent is africa but no one will buy their merchandise from them, the exports. They'll let you buy stuff from other countries. Africa buys stuff from other countries. You could buy it. But you have more to sell to other countries than anyone else. And people say, well, why are they not rich since they have all these things? I'm glad someone want to know. In 1884, 85, it's called the Berlin Conference. Africa, which have 54 countries within the continent of Africa. They show Africa on a map. Africa is so much larger landmass than was on the globe or the map. You could say America, China, <coughs> France, Great Britain. <coughs> <clears throat> the Netherlands and all these countries, you could set them inside of the continent of Africa. By I think it's nine nations, nine countries, you could set them inside, counting the United States, you could set them inside of Africa and still have room for others. They know it, but, but, but let me get back to what I was saying. They refused to buy, so now the people in Africa is like a third party. The people from other countries run the diamond factories, the oil. So they sell it and they get the Africans to work for them for cheap. If the Africans run on, run them out of their country, the other country is not going to buy for them because, you know, the European trade block and America going to go along with them. And so it's the race thing, but... 
we, we that that's part of systemic racism, but it's globally, and and that's what it is. Uh, we don't understand. We think that oh, if Africa have all this stuff, why why they're so poor? Because no one is trading from. And let me explain something to you. America could be a third world country. Any country be, could be a made a third world country. All you have to do is not buy their goods or the merchandise they have. Well, they don't have no goods. They have to buy buy different goods from different places. You, you're talking about poor. Everybody be poor but a couple rich people. And then, uh, okay, then you got... You you have uh, Professor Leakey and his wife who discovered artifacts that 2.18 million years ago and what they call Odive Gorge, Odive Gorge, that's in Tanzania. That's some more of the older fossil, but they also found something go back over 4 million years in Africa. So now... Ooh, you have to study what they call out of Africa. You have to study that. And it's called out of Africa. And that didn't happen when mankind started leaving Africa until 70,000 years ago. And that's when man left Africa. And that's when mutation began to occur. And man began to change color. Man how began to get different. The color of man came. It went through a mutation and we, we, we need to learn about the mutation. And I, I know so a lot of us who are Christians that maybe go to the Bible college and others are, are going, well, that don't line up with the, with the Bible, what you just said about Africa, being where life started at. Well, I beg to differ with you. If you would go to the second chapter of the book of Genesis, the Bible does never tell you that the earth was formed 6,000 years ago. The word Bible starts off in, this is the first chapter. I'm going to go with the first chapter. It just says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. It does not give you a date at all. Man tried to give it a timeline. Now, now, now listen to me, if you will. The Bible gives the name of uh, the garden being a place where one river turned to four different rivers. And the Bible starts off and said about the Guyon River. It starts off about the Guyon and the Pishon River. But listen at what they say. The Guyon River encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush. Cush is Ethiopia. Havilah is, is the son of Ethiopia. So they covered the land of Ethiopia, where there's Beldonium and Oxygen. 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 Well, that's Onyx. Excuse me. Now, that tells you that part of the, the, the uh, garden was in Africa. And then they say the Pishon River. Now, that's, that's your white Nile is, is, is the one go through Ethiopia. But you also have the blue Nile. It encompasses the land of, the Bible call it Deja Bhuti, or Somaliland, which is Somalia. That's on the African continent. Now, I know what we read and they show you so often is about uh, the Euphrates River. The Euphrates River is in Iraq. It's in Iraq. 
And they say the other one is the Hidika River, and it runs um, east and west. Now, different people, Bible so-called scholars say that the Hidika is the Tigris River, but I differ with them is the Tigris run parallel with the Euphrates, and that's north and south. So, But the Bible says it runs east and west unless it changed its course. Now, I want us to understand the garden had to be large for to have every animal in the world. Now, listen at this. Throughout your Bible, David talks about lions. It talks about, about you. You're going to hear about hippos and, and uh, all types of animals. They talk about cheetahs and leopards not changing their stripes. Over on that part of the country, they don't have those type animals over there. Those animals come from Africa, so they had to have knowledge of uh, had those animals was in that part of the land many thousands of years ago. And, and, and what, are, what are you saying? I'm just simply telling you if you will go back and find out when was the Suez Canal built that ran from the Mediterranean the Mediterranean Sea, and it, and it went from the Mediterranean Sea. It went to the Gulf of Suzanne and to the Red Sea and to the uh, Indian Ocean, and you're on the other side of the world going to a China, you're in India, and all these other places. Now, uh, it, 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 it's something to see. That's how the land was divided was to build a canal, and the animals were not able to go over there. It talks about the buffalo what they talking about water buffalo, different type beasts and gazelles and all types of animals it talks about. That was there that, that mainly indigenous to Africa. Now now it, it 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 it's it's something for us just to sit and it's time that we study things because I don't it's it's so sad that Europeans could tell lies, so big a lie and write history. You watch television, and the media is so uh, portrayed blacks as murderers and robbers. And the most the people that is noted for doing the killing is white folk, Caucasian. They're the one who almost killed close to fifty to more than that million uh, Native Americans and took their country. They're the one who, who mutilated and killed uh, about uh, that many or more Africans, bringing them over in the Middle Passage, killing them, trying to capture them, and dying a disease in America, beat them to death. But yet they are the good folk. And I have a, I have something for the tell them. And I want to let them know that I know who you are. And I want you to understand that I know that you are a mutation of me. I've often, and I say it just about every night I'm here, we need to look up mitochondria Eve. Mitochondria Eve from 100 to uh, 200,000 years ago. They found those fossils and they took DNA and they found her in sub-Saharan Africa going to a South Africa. And what they found out that every contemporary human being, me, all human beings today, carry that black woman genes, carry her DNA. 
So that means she is the mother of all living today. That's why they call her the mitochondria, mean female DNA, and they call her Eve, like the Bible say Eve is the mother of all living. Well, they call her mitochondria Eve because genetics say that she is the mother of all living. So if she were, if she was black in that area at that time, her husband was black. So it, it tells you what color the people were. And, and the people uh, over two million years ago, they were capable of, of making tools, hunting. They've been doing things so long in Africa before they were doing it, before there were even people in uh, in Europe. Now, if you even study history today, they'll tell you uh, some thousand years back that uh, Europe was no more than a frozen tundra, a frozen icebox. And when the people went there, they had they, they had a hard time surviving because the weather had turned to the ice age. And when the ice age came, if you wasn't down by the equator, you were froze over. And that's why when they want to find out the woolly mammoths and things, which would roam from out of Africa and they would roam around and go through Russia, you go to Siberia and they're frozen in the ice for hundreds of thousand years, the woolly mammoth, saber-toothed tiger. You find the dinosaurs, and in and, and, and the Bible, you say, well, the Bible don't have nothing about dinosaurs. Look up the term Leviathan. Look up the term, and also the Bible uses a term called Leviathan, and it also uses a term called Bohemoth. And they, they call one of them is a dragon-like, and the other one had tail could knock down a cedar tree. That's a dinosaur. So it, 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 the Bible does carry that. You can find that in Job too, by the way. And it, it's so important that we begin to understand our history. Now, now, Greg, now it has a study, and and we think that we're dumb, and we've been set behind. I remember going to school. And we took courses, that white kid took courses in 6th and 7th grade. They had us taking them in 10th grade. Always to keep you behind, this is the mentality, even this very day. They'll put more into their school. You have poor kids cannot afford to do certain things, but they put tests now to bring you from one level to another, knowing that the poor kids can never have the proper equipment at home to stay up with the rich kids and the middle-class kids. And they know who the majority of the poor is going to be. So when people say systemic racism, look at what that means. That means it's interwoven in the fact it is what America is made of, is made up of white supremacy. That's what America is made of. You you ask why and and don't get me wrong, I vote Democrat, but I still ask myself the question because uh, I'm very analytic, inquisitive, and analytical person. And I'm I'm very I'm inquiring minds want to know. I'm inquisitive. I want to know. Well, why is it about almost a hundred and well about one fifty seven one hundred and fifty eight years ago? Slavery ended, 
and we're still trying to fight for certain freedoms, which whites are trying to take them back. Every step we we've made, they're moving the, the the marker back as we speak. The GOP is moving back as we speak. And we sit at home and we party and we don't pay attention to it or we're afraid to speak out. And if you don't speak out, your children, your grandchildren have to suffer because no one stood up and let them know it's wrong. You know, the First Amendment, they say we have First Amendment rights, okay. Well, Colin Kaepernick, he took a knee. In that peaceful protest, he talked about how blacks were being killed. It's true, blacks were being killed, innocently being killed. But he got blackballed from the uh, NFL. He's not playing anymore. And he wasn't a bad quarterback where he shouldn't have been able to get a job. But that's supposed to be the First Amendment to the Constitution, the freedom of protest and speech. Black folk can't say certain things, and they can't do certain things that whites can do. It's okay for whites to protest. It's okay for them to do their, their live by uh, in the First Amendment of the Constitution. They always bring up the right to bear arms, but the right to bear arms did not come from where they say it came from. America did not have an army in seventy around in the seventeen seventy five and when they were trying to get their independence from Great Britain. And so a bunch of ragtag farmers, they passed the uh, Second Amendment was that the right to bear on the farmers could have weapons. And the farmers weaponized themselves, they formed a militia-like army, and they defeated the British to bring the independence to America. That's why on American flag you might have 50 states, but Red, white, and blue is going to be 13 in reference to the 13 original colonies. Now, we, 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 we could do some more studying on that, but I want us to look up this thing that I'm going to do this, and I think I'm going to come through a little earlier with some question and answer, but we get a chance to, I want us to, uh, it's called a global pattern of disequilibrium. And I, I be really want people to uh, to investigate the things that I'm saying because we need to teach this to our children. You are no way a dummy. People know how smart you are, but until you put your brain to it and you really get down and study and become a scientist, nuclear physicist, physicist, and all these other things, doctors and, and other things that you can be, but you've been told that you have limitations and you are maybe the smartest people in the world by science. Global patterns of deep equilibrium were 15 scientists who came together to find out the intelligence of the people all around the globe. And to find out that first started off with animals and they tested animals for their intelligence and since they went with the ape family, they wanted to go with that because they say that man evolved or may have came from an ape. Uh, now, when you look at it, they took, and I tell you, told you earlier, some earlier time when I speak, that they took the orangutan. 
Now, remember, the higher the series in your DNA counter, the more uh, the, the more intelligent you are and the more likely you are to be a genius. Well, the orangutan had three series. Then they went and they tested the gorilla. The gorilla had four series. And they know that they figured that man came, we came from chimps because chimps are more intelligent than the rest. And true as they tested the chimps, it came up with four, I mean, five series. And so after that, they said, well, it's time to test man. So they went to Europe and China and India, and they went all around the world and tested people. And they found out every human that they went around the world, they tested everybody but the Africans because they know that we are, you know, uh, Africans supposed to be the dumb ones. And they tested them, and everybody came up with six series above any animal. Smarter, more intelligent, more likely to be a genius. And then since they didn't approve that fact that they went on and test West Africans, who to their amazement, and they did not publish the book, they copyrighted it. It came up that the black from West Africa had nine series, three times above any Caucasian or Asian for this being able to be being smarter, intelligent, to be with the intellectual, intellectual abilities to be a genius. Uh, but we don't know this is because the, the situation that we've been placed in in America, and it's the way that things have been set up to make the country with blacks in to be third world countries where you don't have that and you don't have the things necessary to elevate you, even in your schools. And, and so with, with that said, we, we don't have different things like that. It's time that we find different things out about ourselves and stop allowing people to, to have put us that we dummy with because now you have us killing one another, talking about a gang or a rapper, and they're killing one another and on the street, they're killing about drugs or about turf, you're on my turf, you're in my hood. And, and so uh, things go down and any little thing uh, to bring on the killing. And, 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 and African-Americans are just killing themselves up because you've been trained to do it. You've seen how white folk have killed you and how bad they've did you. Now you're doing it to yourself. But we have to start thinking highly of ourselves because so every man thinking in his heart, so is he. If you think that you can make it in life and you're somebody, you will fight to make it. See, I believe in shooting shooting for the stars. If I make it to the clouds, I'll be satisfied. But my parents always said, nothing be the failure but a darn good try. I try my best to have everything possible. Now, it's, 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 it's incumbent upon us to understand that when you see white folk, now, we haven't talked about, 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 about white folk being white, being the color they are. That's a lack of melanin, and, and, and it's, it's incumbent upon us to see that it's a lack of melanin. The hair comes from a lack of different vitamins, too, why, they, why their hair is that way. Their eyes come from that there is a, 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 a 
vessel, a, a system in our eyes that is called COA. When that 2OA valve shut off, and COA2 it shut off, it produces blue eyes. When a person have a deletion or a depletion of melanin, they have they come like albinoism. That's why white so-called white people are the color they are. It's a malfunction of depletion of melanin. People were born to have melanin, meaning to be dark skin or brown skin. They were born to be that complexion, not look like an albino. A white don't like to be called albino, but they'll call a white tiger an albino. A white, if it's coming a white elephant, he'll be albino. White catfish, albino. White, white, they have albino uh, alligators, you name them. You know, uh, whenever they're white, call it albino. But when you get to the white person, they know that 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 that's, that 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 person is 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 genetically flawed. When you find the albino, that means that it's genetically flawed. Well, whites know that they're genetically flawed. If they, a lot of them know it, and some of them don't, because they won't teach them the truth. Gregoire Mendo. The father of genetics uh, will will tell him that. He say dark skin come from dominant gene. Being white come from a recessive gene. You know, if some men say say recessive mean a lower or below. Dominant means superior. Dark skin, they say come from dominant gene. Superior is superior. The, what you call them is is what you call them. So, I mean, being uh, white is a lower form, recessive gene. Blue eyes, recessive gene. Brown eyes, okay. Brown eyes is 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 not is a dominant gene. So, when you start learning this, and the things that I'm, I'm explaining did not come from did not come from black scholars, but these are white scholars knowing that they're not going to teach it. Uh, you'll find out that Herodias and Aristotle, they, they they taught the Greeks. The Greeks taught the Romans, and the Romans spread their knowledge all over Europe. But who did Herodias and Aristotle get their knowledge from? They got it from black Egypt. Don't let anybody tell you Egypt is not wasn't black. There was a Nubian. Matter of fact, in the people from the Sudan. Matter of fact, they have more pyramids in the Sudan than they have in Egypt. The people in Benai had walls of longer than the wall of China, way before the wall of China was built. But you don't hear about it. There, there, there were metallurgies before and in, in, in Africa before it was in Europe, but you don't hear about it because they want you to believe that the people are dumbest and the people are not. We need to start researching. It's good that somebody need to pick up a book on Marcus Garvey and find out about Marcus Garvey and you'll find out he was more powerful than Martin Luther King, <laughs> Malcolm, and the rest, he, he was a powerful brother. 
But and he spoke out way back when it was very, very uncomfortable to speak out. It was Marcus Garvey. It's, it's time that we are, uh, and it's time that we learn. And blacks were not afraid of whites. The Igbo, the Igbo, or the Igbo people who called themselves self, they came from the tribe of Judah. Whereas, as that, these people, a lot of slaves from Igbo land, they refused to be slaves. They would kill a plantation owner and kill themselves, or kill the people on the ship, and then drown themselves before they'd be a slave. They would, they, now, many of us do have an uh, 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 Igbo bloodline because if you came in the Carolinas, Virginia, if you're people in Kentucky and old areas, like a lot of my people uh, were sold here from there, sold here in Louisiana to uh, from that era, that, that's where a lot of Igbos went, and they shipped some down around New Orleans because our people didn't want them. And the only place that was allowing them to one time was to take them in some of the islands. To uh, They were able to go to the islands, South America Island or Haiti, but America didn't want them because it was hard to deal with. And again, I, I want to say this, and, I, and it's not for us to, to talk because the Holocaust was, was just horrendous. The Holocaust was horrible. About six to seven million people, six or either seven million people lost their lives by white supremacy, white on white crime, but they say black on black crime, but we haven't killed seven million people yet. But white on white crime. And listen to what I'm about to tell you. They will tell African Americans that we need to doubt all that stuff was in the past about all the killing, what they did to us, and how horrible we were treated. I never heard them tell a Jew not to say anything about the Holocaust, that it was in the past. And more of us perished, and more of us, more blacks died than, than Jews died at the Holocaust. But they'll tell you to forget about it. More Native Americans died than uh, Jews at a Holocaust. But they think that others should put it behind. But if you look like them, it's okay to say what you have to say, and it's okay to do what you do. It's so much that we need to do as as a people. You know, it's, it's so much we need to do. And don't ever think, don't ever let a person tell you that because of you black, you're cursed. That's nowhere in your Bible. That is nowhere, you heard what I said, it's nowhere in your Bible that you were cursed to be black. Now, I want you to understand this, too. You know, they have a group going around called the Black, with the Black, what they call, called the Black Hebrew Israelites. And they have something, what they're saying is right. But when they get to the part that they're the only person that's going to be saved biblically, that's not true. But further as Hebrews being black, I would agree with them that the original Hebrews, which was just the Israelites, were really, they were originally black. 
and most and they know it. They'll tell you that uh, where Abraham came from, or the Chaldees, Mesopotamia, that was called the land of Nimrod, which was Ham's son. But now most of the Jews come to an Ethiopian background. They came from Sinar. And uh, they, the people there were of the origin of Ethiopia. Now we see Ethiopians, and I want us too to understand something about Africa. Everybody in all Africans don't have wide noses. Some Africans have printed nose, semi-printed nose, and never been in a breeding. Listen to what I'm telling you. All Africans are not pitch black at all. Some are uh, kind of cream color, uh, caramel, brown, darker brown, and black. You have the, some of the darkest people in the area where man originated from, the people with jet black around the Sudan. It, it's time that we learn, and I want us to think about this. You could take two of the darkest people in the world and have an albino baby, baby that looks white. You truly can have that. But you cannot take two whites and make a black baby. See, you could see uh, Mendel, Gregoire Mendel, the father of genetics. He said you could see you could take take two dominants, I mean two black people, and make a and make a person have recessive gene, meaning that person could have be have a genetic defect and come out white. That's albino. But you cannot take two whites, all right. With recessive gene, two people with recessive gene cannot produce a dominant child, and meaning a black child. But, you know, you could get white from black, but you can't get black from white. It's important. Look at it. Look at nature, and it's time that we study it down. So whites have hid it, and sometimes, especially when it comes to uh, Egypt, they make up all kind of lies. they uh, give a, a, a reconstruction of Cleopatra and make her like a white woman. Uh, they show you been heard on television and all the Egyptians and things with the chariots and things. Here, the door black people need to be riding in those chariots at that time. If you think I'm kidding, there's a a, a Bible dictionary. And if you go to that Bible dictionary and you would ask that dictionary, it's the Bible dictionary, and you ask that Bible dictionary, Ryan's uh, expository dictionary, if you ask the dictionary uh, the definition of Ham, they'll say Ham was the son of Noah who was born about 96 years before the flood. And he is the father of the dark race. The Ethiopians, the Egyptians, now they, they say the Egyptians, the Libyans, and the people in Serene. You remember uh, Simon, uh, the Canaanites, and so in Canaan. Now remember, the Bible says Ham is the progenitor of the dark race, and they call it Egypt. Now, when they build the Tower of Babel, 
they that was called the land of Nimrod. That's where the Hebrews came from. But that book said that Ham was born ninety six years before the flood and the progenitor of the dark race. And the this the Bible dictionary. It said that he was the progenitor of the dark race. Ethiopia, Egypt, uh, Libya, and Canaan. But he is not the progenitor of the Negroes. When I grew up, I'm 70. When I grew up, we were called Negroes or colored people. We were called Negroes or colored people back then. I didn't understand what they were calling me. They were calling me not a Jew because the term J-E-W is, you know, came uh, came up about a thousand years ago. And a whole lot of that come from the term jury. J with a J-E-W-E-W-R-L-Y, jury. Uh, uh, but anyway, when you're looking at that, you'll find out. Just do your homework. The Bible dictionary says that the Hebrew and that they know Japhet went up north right in, in the cold weather, the white folk. But now the other dog race that was there was called Negroes. And uh, it's written. It's, it's, it's written in the Bible dictionary. Throw uh, so you another nugget, those who are just tuning in, maybe for your first time. From Gamma Abdal Nasser's speech of 1952. And what Gamma Abdel Nasser, he was the president of Egypt in 1952. Well, they just put the uh, these Caucasians over in the Holy Land in 48, so that's a four-year difference. And this is what the president of Egypt wrote. This is what he's saying, and you can look up and see, am I lying to you? Dama Abdal Nasser, his speech in 19, he said, we the Arab League refuse to accept these Hebrew-speaking Gentiles. How can a man leave black and come back white? We refuse to accept them. Now, they say that these are white people that could learn to speak the Hebrew language, but the, but the, but the Arab people say they're not going to accept them because the original people that owned that land was black, and now you send white people back here. That's what they said. So we need to really study and find out who will. You're not dumb. When 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 uh, when when our poor parents came to America, they could not speak the English language. So if someone told them build a house or, or go get water, they didn't understand what someone was telling them. But once they learned what someone was telling them about build a house, go get water, they understood. They were great planters. The reason they got them because they could plant crops. They were used to plant crops where they grew it, where, where they lived. Whites were not that used to plant crops because they lived in frigid areas. You just find out what the climate is around Great Britain and other Germany and other places. Find out most of the time it's cold. Well, it's time that we learn and learn who we are. I, I, that, I'm open the floor for some questions. God bless you. Pastor. Uh, if God someone want to add, Doc, if somebody want to add something to uh, 
uh, to what we were talking about, to uplift black folk. Amen. Amen. All right, God bless you. The line is open. Uh, welcome to Breaking Chains History Talk. Dr. LaVert Kemp, the line is open. You're on the air live. God bless you. Good evening. There's some people there. If you'd like to talk to Dr. Kim, got a comment, statement, got a question, uh, anything, uh, uh, feel free. We open the lines up to you. Always remember the only dumb question is one not asked. So, so as, as we go across the top of the hour, Pastor, uh, I got a couple of things I want to bring to you. I want to welcome those that are tuning in for the second hour of Breaking Chains History Talk, uh, the podcast with uh, Pastor Dr. LaVert Kim, 858-357-9137. You know, you were talking about uh, Mar-a-Lago with uh, the ex-president there and uh, everything that's going on here lately. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the the government and the politics, a lot of exposure of corruption and and actually just treason. so we, we know that uh, these uh, European Caucasian uh, uh, forefathers wrote these laws and put them into place. So here's the, here's the question. Dr. Kemp, we're not going to see anything uh, more serious than what we're seeing to take place against these treacherous, treasonous, uh, convict, evil people that have been taken and robbing the people for such a long time and giving our money away that tax pay, taxpayers pay into this country. Our ancestors built this country. So there, there's not going to be a lot of repercussions uh, uh, put towards them, huh? No, I don't think it's going to be much repercussion. It would, I would be just amazed if they would find, uh, find Donald Trump guilty of anything that's worth or him doing any type of time, they might get some thing. But for him, with those uh, records that's supposed to, uh, with like secret secret uh, documents that were supposed to have been secure, and him disposing of them, I wouldn't put past him as selling Russia if it was secrets, him selling Russia's secret. Because he gave them, if you remember, he gave them some records. He gave them some records. Uh, you know, uh, they need to just lock him up. I I mean, he's at Marlago. He's done different things. He's lied. As you say, uh, that what he did on 9-11 they know he had something to do with it. You know, what you what you're doing, what what they done was 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 no more than treason. No more than treason, just blatantly treason. And he's a criminal. But the way it is, certain people seem to could get away with things. No, uh, the FBI suspect Trump aides were withholding documents. You know, didn't know they were, and that you know even some of them had national security implications. So they know all these things. 
And then now uh, he's worried. I, you know, you could tell the way he talked and do things. Trump is worried. You know, with his little hand self, he, he's worried. Um, the man is 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 is, is uh, he, he's a hypocrite. He, I mean, he's a misogynist, demagogue, racist, xenophobic person. All these things fit him. And why I can't put it together why so many white people are afraid of him. I know why they follow him because he has the same uh, racist belief that they carry. And and if we don't think so, uh, let me explain something to you. The, the very same, so many Caucasians that we call friends and things, they vote for him. Okay, we're, they will vote for him. And I know it. And to, to each his own. And uh, I like to know what what political reason you have to vote for him because I, I can't see really what he did. He didn't do anything that said under him the economy was good. Well, first of all, that was President Obama, President Obama's uh, 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 economy that he inherited. It was right down, right at three for down to three percent already from a from a recession. That was way up in double digits. He brought it all the way down to him and handed him a gold mine, recession free everything. And Trump messed it back up and did all kind of stuff with it. Tried to tried to do away with everything that president that would leave a historical record for President Obama. He tried to do away with it. That's the mentality that uh, the person that you that, that we're dealing with as for the president and of a country that's supposed to be the home of the free and, and the bread, land of the brave, land of the brave and the home of the free. And uh, it's, it's only for Caucasians. Blacks are fought in every war, every war but came back and still the ones going to Afghanistan and other places. You can't say that you're not a second-rate citizen. I don't care what college you're matriculated from. I don't care what degrees. You can never be what they are. You're never going to you You get a, a position of authority, but you, you're not going to go to the top, very top. That position, if you don't start your own company, that's for Mr. Bobo and his children. If you want me to be I'll be awful, frankly, with you. Um, Donald Trump, we've been knowing that what he did was so wrong. Uh, with that Southern District of New York, they investigated him. Uh, they're investigating him in Georgia about election, trying to get the uh, the guy over the election to find what thirteen, fourteen hundred votes or something like that. So to say he won, it, it's for thousand, fourteen thousand. To say he won the election, oh, the man is a criminal. The man is a dummy. He's doofless, and he's a coward. But. 
the GOP supporting. They're afraid to, to I mean, oh, you're about to lose a country that, that was once maybe the superpower of the world and a little be divided by, uh, I'm going to ask the Lord to forgive me for saying this, an orange orangutan is going to divide this country instead of just saying no we claim to be Christians. The Bible say, love you one another if I've loved you. The Bible say, by this all men will know you are my disciple if you have love for one another. And it's not there, uh, Pastor. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, so true, but so sad. And, and uh, doesn't feel good to have to say all of that. Uh, and, and, and here's something right here, Pastor. Uh, this man has been out of office and he is still having the effect on this country that he has and with his followers still uh, putting in uh, uh, the effect of an agenda uh, that corrupts and destroys a country uh, for the betterment of the what? The one to three percent of the wealthiest people of this country that are destroying it. Um, my, my next day with, with history laid out the way that history has been made um, Our people being When I say our people being People of color, black people Our ancestors uh, Enough is enough Isn't it time to uh, uh, Stand up and, and speak out about these things And it's not done in the streets uh, Can you just give a nugget to these people You love giving those nuggets And I tell you they're powerful uh, A nugget to these people of the best way To use the intelligence Stand against evil that is going on, Pastor, because a lot of them are not being taught about spiritual warfare and how to identify the evils that walk right in front of them every day. How about that? Well, I, I, it, it, I would employ each and every one by the, the get up and learn to speak out. And the, the, the turmoil that this country is facing, we need to speak out. You know, we really, really need to speak out. Uh, we find out that that it was Abraham Lincoln, you know, who profoundly stated that America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedom, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. And a famous historian named Arnold Toynbee, supports what what Lincoln said when he made the statement, all great civilization rise and fall, and that and uh, if an autopsy would be shown of these great nations, you will find that they were that they committed suicide, meaning they killed themselves. And that's what America's doing. Albert Einstein, considered by many as being a brilliant man or a genius in history, gave a game plan for America to follow when he said, the world is a dangerous place to live, not because of the people who are evil, but because the people who don't do anything about it. Now, now, now listen to what he said. There are whites that not doing anything about that evil that other whites are perpetrating. And the saddest part about it, Pastor, what you just said, is the danger is blacks are not speaking out. 
Blacks are not speaking out. Listen, he said the danger, the, this world, the dangerous place to live, not because people who are evil, but because of people who don't do anything about the people who are evil. Or, or we could put all that to stop the evil, but mm-hmm. we sitting back idle. And now Harry, now Harry Edwards said that silence has always been evil's greatest ally, meaning that we... Blacks don't understand. We sit back and talk about, oh, we're going to pray on it, and we stay silent. We don't go tell white folks you're standing on our toes or you're doing us wrong. We just sit back and go in church and jump up like nine sisters in a holy church, and, and we don't do anything about anything. We just pray. But I've always heard the word, you know, faith without works is dead. You have to do something. It's, it's a verb. It's action. You know, say silence has always been evil's greatest ally. You say, say he witnessed. Now listen at this: Harry Edwards witnessed Auschwitz, where millions were annihilated, and he said, and the plaque on the road to Auschwitz. This is what the plaque says: Auschwitz was built by hatred, but paid by indifference and apathy. And they say we need to instantly wake up to the division in our country or we will crumble. 19 of 21 notable civilizations died from died from conquest from within, not by conquest from without. All nations will be transformed when mankind turn to God. Listen at what I'm about to tell you. This nation, if you notice, this a Twitter caught a fire when they found out there was a raiding and they had warrants to search Trump's house about a civil war. If America gets into a civil war and these uh, uh, ignorant people follow Donald Trump and do a civil war, Russia will take over this country and China or China. United we stand, divided we fall. All that, if you notice what I said, out of all that, I told you that 19 or 21 nations notably were conquered from within. Another country didn't come from outside and conquer them, but they were arguing and doing things wrong from within. We need to watch what's going on. And we have the devil that was already in office and looked like people were so evil. We had white evangelicals who supported Donald Trump, an evil man. So they had to be evil too. And the Bible warns us by the say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. See, I can't start a war, but a president could start a war. Just because they don't like what another person say or what another person do. Start a war and millions of people die. So so we have to be careful and we need to speak out because what silence means, it talks about indifference. You, you don't find nothing wrong with a person do, so you so it's okay. So you're silent on what what's going on. So you, you don't say anything. You just allow... Whatever happening, you just allowed to happen, and that's what Black America is doing right now. 
We've did it for years. We're afraid to speak out. We won't speak out. And we have a few that speak out, and then they get labeled because they don't have the bagging of the others. Or we have people like Hershel Walker. I, I can't believe that, that, that. I can't even believe that he, he's a black man. I really can't. I, I can't believe he's a black man. I'm talking about Hershel Walker. And, and and the brother never graduated from college. He lied. His children, the son already spoke about, talking about he was a deadbeat dad. And then he, he he's not an intelligent nor a person of intellectual or political astute. He is not politically astute. Why would somebody, but he have Trump bagging him? Because he's, he's the black man that do the tap dancing on stage for for white people and take his, his hat off to him. He's a puppet. And we, we have uh, Thomas, Clarence Thomas. He's He was put there for to be a puppet. And we have so many so many blacks that being puppeteers and constantly sending blacks back. And if we don't pay attention and wake up and speak out, if we don't get up this midterm, and go out in numbers and just show white folks we're not dumb. We need to get out and herd of us and make sure they don't take the house of the Senate. Now we could do something, but we got to. But the president that we have right now, he he's uh, I don't know, uh, he's old. He he would be a he's much better president than Donald Trump can ever be. But he wouldn't be my choice. But if he has to run against Donald Trump, I would vote for him because he could do better for America than Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is not going to do anything but be evil and make America. And, and he's an embarrassment. I mean, other countries had already said it, it's, he's an embarrassment to America. He, almost a million people died in America because he wouldn't do anything about a, vac- a vaccine. Talking about you could take Clorox or you could uh, Lysol, drink it. All kind of dumb stuff this man came up with. But that's his mentality. And that's what we're dealing with. And you're right when you say it said about the principalities and power. We have to know what we're, we're battling. I know what we're battling against. We're battling against a racist country that, that, that you know, America is racist and it's like, you know, you, you, get, you have a sheet and it's made of cotton. The cotton is woven together. It's in the fabric. Racist uh, or white supremacy is in the fabric of America. But we don't want to say it because some of us finish college and get a decent paying job. So, well, uh, no, I, uh, everything is going well. I've, I've heard I've had some fellows, uh, friends of mine who are attorneys and others that I deal with. And sometimes we talk and my stomach feel like I just want to throw up when I hear them speak. You know, okay, you, you as a professor at college and you, you teach and things like that, and a lot of us have degrees and things, but why do you think you've arrived and you haven't? 
Let your son or your daughter go out there and they'll be shot. They will shoot them down in the street like they're nothing. And they'll shoot him down, those guys down. It, it, it's, it's a shame. We've, we've been like that through slavery. We've always had, and I'm not going to call him Uncle Tom because Uncle Tom was a powerful, good man, but a jigaboo. I call it that because if you read the history of Uncle Tom, he helped slaves escape. He helped them not get beaten, everything else. But now when you see a jigaboo, a handkerchief head, as Farrakhan called them, and that, that's what we run into a lot right now. But we, it's time that we speak out, and it's time to let our voice be heard. Speak out vocally and by going to the polls, pulling levers. If you need a ride, I tell them straight, if you need a ride, call me. I'll take you to the poll. But we have to vote. Even when that there's not a black uh, uh, candidate, we need to come out in numbers to try to get the people that are going to give us a little leeway. And that's why I vote Democrats, because they'll give me a little more than what the GOP will give. But uh, a lot of those with the, with the, uh, the, the Democrats, if this world was so good and that the people was after giving uh, equal rights to everybody, hey, you could do it overnight. But the, but the people in their hearts are, are racist. So true. Powerful. That's powerful, Pastor. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I tell you, I, I just pray that uh, we, we will open our eyes and wake up and um, – you know, learn our history and learn who we are and stop bowing down and saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, you know, to to evil uh, and, and to the wrong things and step up and be who God created us to be. Uh, uh, so we're going to open up the lines again. If there's anyone out there got comments, questions, statements uh, for uh, Dr. Kemp here on Breaking Change History Talk, uh, before we get out of here, opening up the lines to you right now. God bless you. You're live on the air uh, with Dr. Kemp. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, good evening, Dr. Kemp. Uh, beautiful presentation you did tonight, and I, I just want to thank you for enlightening us. And I want to say in the words of the late Reverend Mary E. Moody, when you know who you are, no one can tell you who you are not. And we have so right. many ministers now who are lining up with this orange-headed clown uh, because he, he talks about he talks about abortion rights and all these things, so they they snag on one little thing. But some of these same ministers who talking about how many of us didn't come here because of abortion, you got children you walked off from and didn't do nothing for them. So what you talking about? You know, your sin is before God, and you will be judged for your sin. I don't agree with abortion, but guess what? There are some circumstances that I would say. Yes to abortion in the case of incest and rape. You know, here we got a woman in Louisiana was raped at 16 years old, had a baby by the man. He turns around and sues her, gets the child. Now he has also raped the child that he created from rape, and she had to pay him child support. What kind of idiots we got in offices uh, making laws? You know, America needs to be swept clean from front to back. Because we have gone so far to the left, it's just ridiculous. And we have lost common sense. We have lost morals. We don't believe in nothing 
if it don't serve me and mine, I'm not concerned about it. And that's the, the society we're living in. So we have got to get away from this, and, and we got to watch these pimps in the pulpit where they're leading us. We need to go vote. Yes, Biden isn't the greatest uh, candidate in the world, but he's the lesser of the two evils. Correct. So we got to recognize that and work with what we got so we can get better. That's what we have to do. We have to know who we are. We need to know our history. We, we need to know where we have come from and who we are and start being strong and build strong communities again. When we had communities, we had better circumstances in the neighborhoods. We didn't have all these right, people now. loved each other. We cared about each other. We don't do that now. You can't trust your neighbor almost sometimes now with your kids. But when I was coming up, if you walked home and you did something, Miss Jane got you by the time you got to your grandmama's house. You got two, three whippings, and your grandmama whip you by the time your mama come get you. You getting it again. It takes a village. <laughs> all right. It takes a village. It takes a village. And I'm just so happy you all had this program tonight, and I hope that the listening audience uh, will pick up on these things, you know, pick up the ball and run with it. Uh, each one, reach one. Go out and tell somebody to go vote. Encourage somebody to vote. If they're not registered, help them to get registered to vote. That's where we win is in the vote. If you don't vote, you do not count. Right. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. That's why I want people to speak out. Amen. Because what you said was just very, very... It was so truthful and powerful that we need to speak out. We need to step forward, and we need to quit being poor pit pimps. We need all this stuff we're going through. So many things mm-hmm. that we need to come together as as communities and start, you know, having some kind of cohesiveness, some pull together and be knit Stop like a glove and that we had quit killing each other. If one fall, the other one that will pick you up. And it, it's time that we, we start stop doing that, killing each other and doing all that horrible stuff. And and, 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 and I, I really appreciate everything that you say. And if more people felt that way and understand oh, yeah. something you said, Farrakhan made that statement many, many years ago uh, that blacks is a is a race of people that has to vote for the lesser of two evils, and Democrats mm-hmm. is the lesser of the two evils. So you could get more from the Dem than you can from the Republican. So that's why Democrat people say, I don't know why Democrats blacks think they just have to vote for for Democrat. Well, when you have somebody that that that's talking about something you you brought up an issue is about abortion, okay. Mm-hmm. You send a child after you and that person put their child in a foster care group home, two to one the child gonna either get molested or gonna mm-hmm. have mental problems. Then when that Correct. child turns eighteen years old, you turn that child out in the street with no income. And you you know, you then the government don't pay hardly any money for the people to take care of the children. You you Correct. talking about keeping them but you, 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 and I don't believe in abortion, but you don't. Why don't you up how the, the the amount that you give a person that's gonna take that baby? Why don't you you make the one that have to go to foster home that you take care until they're about twenty two to twenty five, give them a chance to finish college, 
and, and be able Correct. to take care of themselves. You put your kid just fresh out of high school, nowhere to go, but you put the person out the group home. Exactly. You put them out, out the group home. And the kid go out there with a, a minimum wage job. Before you know it, he he don't know how to survive. Right. This is the thing that we're not getting and we're not telling our our senators or congressmen any of these things that, that you guys are talking about passing this thing and doing away with Roe versus Way and things like that. And 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 and, 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 and you're not and social security too. And you're not putting mm-hmm. anything up to, to, to fight against it and we and and, and are so many black people depend on that social security. I get my retirement mm-hmm. but I get social security also. But 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 that's part of it. But you you know mm-hmm. uh we have to we have to fight for the the, the, the things that we're getting. You know, I, I I listened closely when you was talking about that about that Roe versus Wade, and then the lady mm-hmm. and right here in Louisiana, that might sound mm-hmm. crazy to people who don't live in Louisiana. This girl was raped at sixteen years old. The man who raped her ended up getting a child. Mm-hmm. And and and, and, and had had this, young lady. Yeah, and his parents had to have influence because she had to pay him child support. Then he ended up uh, 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 messing with the Rape little girl that he was raised. Yeah, and and so now the mother trying to get the child, but all because of this white connection. They have a white guy, Shinovert, uh, Shinovert, Shinovert. He's about to get out of prison, but he served for the two years, but. The guy killed two people. His father was a high-ranking policeman. Now, uh, if they let him out, that's wrong. You got blacks who killed one person, and they're still up there. Uh-huh. But this guy didn't kill two. Little black man killed two. He two the one he go under the electric chair. Okay. Unless he make a deal except the life center. He was not the electric chair. We have legal injection. But... Uh, you, you, you know that's capital murder. That's coming for capital murder. So it, 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 right. it's not fair. We need to learn what we're doing, and we need more people to be like you, Miss Brenda. And 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 I mean, now this little dynamite, uh, Reverend Brenda <laughs> Dame, uh, to speak out. Amen. And speak out, just say it and. and we need to go back to what we used to. You know, I was raised in South Baton Rouge, and uh, I was a majorette in high school. And after the games, we'd be walking home, and some of the toughest guys in South Baton Rouge would walk us home and never do you anything. They made sure you got home because you were part of the hood, and they cared about people in their hood, and nothing was going to harm you. Okay? Right. That's the kind of neighborhoods we had. Now, we had people who were rough and tough. But they didn't harm what was in that circle. They Correct. did not. I you remember know? those and, days. And they, respected, <laughs> they respected older people. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have, they could be, I don't care what kind of crook you were. When you go to your grandmother's house on Sunday, you, yes, ma'am, yes, no, sir, to your grandfather and all of that. You had some respect. But we just gone all the way out, and we need to ring it back in. We need to roll it back. And come on home, come on in. Start loving each other and taking care of each other because nobody else is going to do it outside of our race for us. We must do it. And we need we to do have it to right get, now. 
we have to get rid of this thing talking about this is a new generation. No, the generation yeah. are allowing the kids to do the thing. We were not allowed to do it. So, so oh, oh, mm-hmm. no, 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 this will work for the kids. We'll work for us back then. We'll work for the kids today. We've just lived, we've, we've allowed them to just get out of hand. By, yes. By, uh, to- uh, right. Letting children raise children. Mm-hmm. Uh, the breaking up of the community, like you said, one time your neighbor could 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 spank you. A village was yeah. raising a kid. Now the neighbor touched the mm-hmm. child. Shanene, uh, 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 the whatever the mm-hmm. woman's funny name we give out to, and gonna come mm-hmm. down the street with a hair tied up, taking her, uh, taking her, her shoes off the fight. Yeah, don't put your hand on my child. Then when little Timmy yeah. ended up um, in prison, you act like you crying. No, when they were t- when the people down the street were telling you what little Timmy was doing, you didn't correct allow them to correct him, and you didn't correct it. Now little Timmy mm-hmm. and killed somebody or sold some dope, and he gone. Wild out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wild yep. out. <laughs> and that's the truth, you know. That's that's just how it is. But, you know, it's, it's it's a sad portrait, and it's even sadder when it comes from that pulpit from people that we trust and we love as pastors, and they lead you down primrose path because they got ideas of linking up with, with other people of the other race to get this or to get that, and they're selling you down the road. Preach the truth. Correct. Preach the truth. Preach the word. I don't want to hear your personal opinions about how many people hate the orange man? Okay, I don't want to hear. That. <laughs> All right, All right, <laughs> preach the truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what they do. Amen. And that's why we Amen. get sold out every time. Hmm. Yeah, well, we gonna break the chains. <laughs> we we gonna keep yeah. breaking them chains, so so that's what we gonna keep doing. You just keep on coming on, yeah. speaking up, speaking out with us. We gonna keep breaking them chains, busting the head of the devil. That's what we gonna do. There you In go. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, I've enjoyed the program tonight. We've enjoyed you, sister. God bless you. God bless you. All right, if there's anyone else on the line, uh, feel free to comment, make statements, ask questions. Uh, the line is open for you. Um, there's no one else. Dr. Kemp, the mic is back to you, sir. Okay. Um, I'd like to say, uh, again, we want to thank uh, Reverend Damer for coming on with us tonight. Maybe. I know there's some others who are on tonight that didn't say anything, but remember... You know, if there's a question that you want to ask, ask the question. If there's something you want to share, share it. We come on every Tuesday night to to talk about black history. I mean, when I'm saying black history, I'm talking about we're we're speaking of concerning going back a million years. We're talking about the things that was done in Africa as well as things were done in America. Well, we would listen. I want folk to understand that we have more than a four or five hundred year history. When we say it says, uh, uh, when we say uh, African-American history, well, we're only 
talking about slavery. And the other day, about the emancipation, the time of the emancipation, and then we're talking about, about about the different reconstruction and Jim Crow, and then now we're, we're in a time of uh, 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 systemic racism right now. And then that's been going on ever since. So uh, we have more than a history of that. We have more than a history of all the lies that have been uh, told about us. All these prognosticators, I call them prognosticators, get up and spew all this foolishness about blacks and show all the crime black do, but they don't show the crime that whites do. They 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 paint a picture. Of, I was told this story about a guy who got off a train in Japan, and he was a brother. He was a black black man, and he worked uh, for a tech company in Japan. Well, when he got off the train, he the plane. He caught the little train, and he got off where he was going at. He had to catch another bus to go to his house, and. He had to wait maybe about an hour or so. It was cold, so he looked and he saw this guy in the cold sitting outside, homeless. So he went to the guy and he asked the guy, did he need help? And the guy looked at him, heard him turn his head and say no. So he, he kept looking at the guy when he walked off. He thought something was wrong. He kept asking the guy, he said, well, if you're hungry, I'll buy you something to eat. And the guy said no. Then when he was walking off, the guy said well, he said, I'm going right across the street to eat. And I'm not asking you to follow. And so the guy went across the street to the to next. He said, well, why are you not looking at me? Why are you doing this? And he said about the people in America said that black people are dangerous and they will kill you. This is what been spread by the news when when they turn America on, 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 on that uh with that, that 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 BBC broadcasting thing, and they talk about America. They talk crime. They they only use blacks as being criminals, and so the uh-huh. world and China everywhere have the misinterpretation of blacks. They don't tell mm-hmm. that poverty breeds crime, and, and so it's perpetrated on us because I don't care what color a person is or what country that person is, wherever you find poverty, you will find crime. And that's never said. I, 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 it irks me when I go into different meetings dealing on race and crime, and the first thing that we try to find, all the things to break that cycle, but no one is saying, raise it up to $15 an hour, and a whole lot of one making $7 an hour will stop stealing because they will have enough to feed their family and do certain things with. You may not, you're never going to stop the crime, but you sure could lessen the crime by treating everybody fairly. And that's something that we need to speak on. But we get and never say the real reason about crime is poverty. That's why they, the kids today wear uniform because the kids were jacking each other off for their tennis and the clothes they wear. And they were feeling bad coming to school because middle-class kids dress nice and got expensive shoes and expensive stuff, their shirts and everything they wear. And the poor kids come there and people laugh at them. And there's nothing they did to be in the condition that they did. It was perpetrated on them because of their race. Amen. I'm going to ask a favor. Uh, I'll say what I had to say for the last thing. I'm going to ask... Reverend Damon, would you would you pray us out? 
Pastor, Pastor Williams. Yes, sir. Is uh, Reverend Damon still on? Yes, sir. Ask her to pray us out. She can pray us out tonight. Okay. She should be able to hear us. Second? Yes. Uh, Pastor Kim wants you to pray us out tonight, ma'am, Reverend Damon. All right. Okay. Father, we love you and we adore you. We come before you tonight thanking you for what has been said, thanking you for all parties concerned. Lord, thanking you for Reverend Kemp, that you've crowned him with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And, Father, let the words of his mouth and the meditations of his heart be acceptable in your sight. And, Father, I pray that his words will burn in the hearts of this radio audience across the land tonight, that it will be something that will stir up conviction in our hearts and cause us to stand up and to move out, to unify and unite and be ready to be like minute men, be ready to be on assignment for you, Lord, to make this world a better place, to unite in brotherhood and love for one another, to love each other like God said, to do love your neighbor as yourself. And, Father, we thank you right now that this will be the beginning of a revival that will be sparked in the hearts of men across this land. I thank you for revival starting afresh right now, God, in the name of your son, Jesus. And I ask the blessing on this radio host, God, and his ministry and all that he does, his staff, his family, and everyone connected to him. And, Lord, I thank you that you will cause him to be before mighty men and women. You'll bring him before kings and queens. You'll set him in high places. You'll give him a voice that will shout, that he'll have a shout of a trumpet, God that his voice will be trumpeted across this land, that he will bring good news and tidings and how beautiful his speech will be because he's bringing the good news of the gospel and he'll reach hearts and minds. Souls will be won for the kingdom of God, and God, you will be glorified in all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. God bless everybody. Thank you for tuning us in. As Pastor Kim tells us, God bless you, we love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. God bless you. Good night. My people, I love you. We're family. Yeah, you and me, hey. We'll make through it out. No matter what the cost, we're family. Living happily, happily. but you hurt me. Why not work for peace? Why not work for peace? Lion from Zion, I am a king. And you're a queen. We'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost, we're family. Yeah, you and me. We'll make it through the pain. Friend, bye,
for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.